Hello, my name is Ben. And my name is Amaya. And we're your hosts of the Too Vague Podcast this week. Amaya, how are you doing? I'm doing so good. Excellent. Covered in cats. Covered in cats. Covered in cats. Yeah. Isn't so it? nice. That's like a dream this for some gonna people. This is going to make me like cry a little bit. I'm having a bit of a like therapy moment, <laughs> you're gonna, right? You're going to get separation anxiety? A thousand percent. Yeah. A thousand percent. Maybe I can loan Bash to you. Yeah, Bash is fully with me <laughs> I now, know, by the man. way. He <laughs> is like, he is loving Attached. it. Attached. Yeah. Attached. Let's get into the topic. You, Maya, are a journalism major? Yes. Is that correct? Journalism major, public health minor. Okay. Yes. And that's something that you are very passionate about? Yes. Okay. I think that, especially when I was like going into college, I didn't think that I would like be able to do journalism. Mm -hmm. It was just a lack of confidence. But right. then I started doing it and I was like, you know what? Hell yeah. This yeah. is awesome. Love writing. Love talking to people just goes hand in hand perfectly i'm like dream job okay. public health just kind of like came with it yeah, yeah. especially since COVID and everything too. right i think that might have sparked a little bit of it yeah. but great i love it so much so the word that you wanted to talk about today is the word habit mm -hmm. and what does that does that have anything to do with your profession or your future or why did you choose the word habit to talk about today i thought habit would go perfectly for the both of us i think that you know habit and ritual mm -hmm. kind of the same word for me honestly okay. okay um but yeah so for me i was kind of i think when i was originally picking the word i thought that habit would be great because i was thinking about the fact that i like do have kind of like bad habits honestly right. Right. like i tend to sleep in a little bit more now because i can with my schedule right um right. and i drink like a lot of caffeine that's right. probably bad mm -hmm. um but also just tying it in with like you know your habits with like drinking caffeine too and like you know you're interested in video games all that kind yeah. of stuff yeah i think everybody has good habits bad habits that kind of thing right Right. Some comforting, some maybe not so much. But I think that my habit with like my journalism major and that kind of stuff, like checking the news, which news outlets I check, that kind of thing right. was like the main thing that sparked it. You know what I mean? So I was like, this will work perfect. We can talk about it too. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's an interesting sort of take. I didn't think about it as far as it related to your your major, but that makes perfect sense, you know, approaching it like checking the news daily. Totally. Right? Checking the news sources daily. So you can have conversations about current events yes, and things. Yes, 1,000%. Do you work for the paper out there at uh, the U of A? Or? So currently I do not. Uh -huh. I do just because of like the past four years. I think I might have had like a little bit more anxiety getting involved with that kind of stuff. Because okay. I do like kind of suffer with a little bit of social right. anxiety. So I was like, eh, maybe not my vibe. Um, mm -hmm. But within the past year, I have this bit of a blog account on my Instagram that okay. I just kind of free write on there. Most of it is like self-help centered. A lot of it is a little bit just like current stuff going on that I think that it's important to talk about. Right. Just because I think that part of like my journalism major that I didn't really realize I could get fully in touch with was the fact that I am like human and that other people are people and I can like connect with people because of like similar struggles that we might all face. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that Instagram weirdly has become like a bit of a comfort spot for me where mm. I like can entertain like kind of my like negative thoughts and my like positive thoughts with people that I'm like friends with or maybe you know I've had like random people from high school follow me on there and like comment yeah. and it will make me like oh that makes me feel very special you know yeah. it's nice to have a bit of an outlet mm -hmm. and to like I made it kind of this like photo dump 
sent her. Yeah. So I will yeah. like, it's kind of a little bit of a side hustle because I'll like try to go do stuff and take cool pictures of it so I can like post it and it could be, oh, this is so sweet. A little bit of a like memento or a little bit of a diary, yeah. I guess, yeah, yeah. is a better way to explain it. Right. Like a photo album except with journalism. Totally. Right? Totally. My personal Instagram account is just nothing but cats. Yes. Mostly. <laughs> but... um that's one of the good things, I think, about social media and how it's developed. I know that we, I think a lot of people talk about a lot of the negative things yeah. about social media, but I think you've got to balance that with some of the positive things. Being able to express yourself and also being able to connect with people that you never would have been able to connect with, you know, back so. in my day, right? Yeah. We had pen pals, right? You so send, cute. You send a message <laughs> to someone by mail, actual mail, snail mail as they call it, totally. because it's delivered by snails. Totally. Literally what's <laughs> No, not really. But but in, anyway, snail mail, they, you know, we used to do pen pal stuff and talk to people across the world, but now you can do that on your phone yeah, through social media. The problem is you can also bully people very through true. social media. Very and true. Very much and just easier. Judge people too, I think. Yeah. Especially with my generation. Yeah. I think Do you I, think your generation I think yeah. But for me personally, I didn't really have social media until I was like 18 years old. I had kind of a rough upbringing family wise. My dad was very adamantly against like social media. Okay. And so I wasn't really exposed to it until I was like, could pay for my own phone bill. (laughs) Right, right. Um, And so because of my late exposure with it, I think I might have known so many of like the precautionary details of it and maybe avoided a lot of the social anxiety with it involved Mm -hmm. and I was just able to like have fun with it you know but I know so many people in my generation that struggle with so many other of those like the side effects of having social media since you're 14 you know that's like not necessarily healthy it's not it's not good (laughs) you know it is a habit that a lot of people have checking your phone that seems to be a first thing in the morning yeah First thing in the morning. For you, it would be like reading the newspaper because that's what people used to do back in the day. It's (laughs) now we check our phone instead of getting the paper delivered Mm -hmm. to your house. Do you know anyone who gets a physical paper? And I don't even mean to throw her under the bus, but my Nana. Okay. She, But she also, I love her so much. She lives like such a retired lifestyle. I I say that as if she doesn't do anything. She still works. She's just one of those people that like you could be fully retired and she still just would not be able to like have a full grasp being retired she needs right. to work it's yeah. part of her personality that's like my stepmother totally she's, there's she's some people like that, that are just built like that and yeah. i really admire it because yeah. oh my god do i just love laying in bed all day and i could do it for a month straight right. you know and that wouldn't even be enough you know yeah. Yeah. but she's just one of those people that doesn't stop so yeah she it's cute i think part of it is the location where she lives mm-hmm. she lives downtown right by that like big cathedral and okay. just every morning they have like a newspaper that comes by. it's like i say it like it's breaking news but right. you know know it comes to her front door and she reads her drinks drinks her coffee you know before she does everything and it's a nice way to like romanticize your day right but it's romanticized to you right totally but to her it's a part of her normal ritual yeah her ritual her habit habit. (laughs) right you incorporate it into your daily ritual and she's probably been doing that for 
almost her entire life. Really? I know. I think my stepmother also gets the paper still yeah. and is sending me articles in the mail <laughs> occasionally. But it's interesting how the delivery of the news has changed from generation to generation. Totally. You mentioned your generation. Are you a Gen Z or are you I'm a, a Gen millennial? Z. You're a Gen Z. I'm a Gen Z. I'm okay. 21 years old. Okay. But yeah, I don't even know. What, what is the cutoff for a millennial? It's um, like 27? Yeah, I want to say it's something in the neighborhood of that. We covered it on a previous show but i don't remember let me just see i know that like my dad so 40s is like gen x right or oh my god did i get that wrong no no I'm not no, sure. no that's i am that's i am also a gen x yeah I'm there's like gen in the x middle. yes so i think the cutoff for gen x was somewhere in the early 80s and then like 81 or something okay and yeah, then yeah, yeah. you had that little subset of gen y or the millennials mm-hmm. that occurred there's like a pocket of like a certain kind of yes. millennial and then a second version of another kind of millennial yeah which is kind of interesting the cutoff for which is the cutoff you were looking for cutoff for gen z right my generation to millennial and this is just me grabbing it from where whatever source i can find it it varies depending on Mm -hmm. various studies but it looks like the zoomers as they are known wow you didn't know you were zoomers oh my god that's like oh Yeah. And, that makes and, me viscerally upset to hear that. And, and I think <laughs> that's, do you know who came up with that term? I'm pretty sure it was Ooh. a Gen Xer. After you started. Of course. After Gen no, Z wait. started putting down the uh, the boomers. Oh my then God. we said, oh, well, you know, why don't you just call them Zoomers? That'd be fine. I think that'd be great. I did love it. But anyway. <laughs> I'll, I think, I'll love you know, to the honestly, boomers. Honestly, I'll love. Zoomer sounds cooler than boomer. Zoomer I mean, is like on. hot. Like yeah, yeah, I'm down. Yeah. Boomers are... We're, both are fun. Both are fun. I'll yeah. just say that. <laughs> we're, we're, we're so cool we don't need a shorthand. We're nah. just, we're just nah, nah, nah. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> Gen Z is mid to late 90s as the starting birth year and early 2000s as the ending birth years. So two thousand early 2010s. So it was wow. mid to late 90s to early 2010s as birth years. That is... The Gen Z folks. All right. Also known as, I'm not going to say Zoomers. <laughs> Zoomers. I, I think just as a point of reference, saying that the way you view the world is a lot different the way the, the way I view the world. And yeah. that's that's good, right? I totally. think it's good. It's it's variety. Part of what journalism, you know what? Let's, let's talk about habit. Because I, I can talk to you forever. <laughs> we can do a different show We can later do a different on. show about journalism because uh, yeah. like, that would be fun. I want to do a lot. I want to do a show with someone on the word news. That would be fun. And I think that you would be the perfect person perfect. to do that with. So Aww. let's put that so on touching. the calendar sometime yep. in the near future or whatever. Back to the subject of habit. Mm. Habit is something that you have to say it's not inherently bad or inherently good. Mm-hmm. It is what it is, which totally. is a repetitious thing that you do. And what defines what a habit is, is us. So to some th- people, they may think something is a good habit and others will think it's a bad habit. Totally. It's not black and white as I think yeah. we make it, but we still classify things as good habits and bad habits. What is your thought on the word habit? What is the first thing you think of? You mm. said, as of recently, yeah, I have had a nasty habit of procrastinating. I think yeah. that's been my entire life. I I do struggle pretty severe ADHD. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Are you medicated for that? I or? am not medicated. Okay. So my senior year of high school, I 
was going through a lot mentally mm-hmm. and weirdly there was like a lot of uh stuff going on at home so it just like made sense my dad was like let's let's take you to a psychiatrist <laughs> yeah um and at that time i don't think i was educated enough i didn't really have the words to explain what was going on with me okay so i went to the psychiatrist and kind of was just like i'm sad <laughs> right that's that yeah okay here's some xanax you know that kind of thing right and so i was misprescribed a lot of different medications throughout that entire year total six and i was weaned yeah. off of each one and it was each single one that i was on i think because of the fact that i was a misprescribed and also prescribed like a pretty high dosage for each of them right. i felt fucked up like yeah. my stomach was achy all the stuff and it wasn't until like the last couple of ones where i was like you know what i'm gonna wean myself off and not tell anybody about it because yeah. it was just too much mentally because the psychiatrist just so happened to be a therapist as well so i would right. go in i would obviously like update him on everything going on but i would have to keep in mind okay yeah just remember he's gonna prescribe me medicine right. you know right. and i think back then i took myself off of this medicine and then it was just kind of interesting because i'd be literally walk in and be like i'm feeling really anxious this week you know right. uh, there's a test going on i'm on finals week well like you know you are taking this amount right now you know whatever let me get my little book out and you're explaining all these things i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a quiz essentially and a lot of them are basic ones like do you struggle brushing your teeth every day <laughs> you right. know no, no, do you I've, struggle listen i've taken i've taken those wild, quizzes yeah wild dude and so yeah. i'm sitting there I'm like yeah yeah to every single one because i think it's normal and right. i think a lot of people struggle with that yeah uh, you know you just tested positive <laughs> basically for adhd yeah and i'm like really so when i got that diagnosis i was like, okay i kind of knew that both of my parents kind of mentally struggle in that way so right. i was like okay like that would make sense but especially now like in college i think that i think i my habits with like procrastination may have like bitten me in the ass a little bit i got yeah. moments where i'm like is it me or is it actually just college? Like, right. am I really procrastinating what I want to do? You know? Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's kind of interesting though, just the whole talk about like the medical field too and like how easy it is to kind of like get access to whatever. It's yeah. wild, dude. Sometimes it's too easy, but also the fit, the ease at which you can be prescribed things for anxiety and depression has a good side for certain people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there is a tendency when it's like, let's prescribe this because it works for totally. these people where you don't go too far into what is actually the problem that you're having. Totally. And there are medications for ADHD that may or may not overlap with depression and anxiety yeah. medications. I don't think people should be ashamed of it at all. Because no. I mean, I do have problems with anxiety and depression and I am yeah. on medication but it's part of knowing yourself and knowing mm-hmm. you learn about yourself as you as you live, right? Totally. In, in my yeah. 20s, I had notions like I don't need medi- medication, but I really did. Yeah. No, literally. So, I notice it now too in college, you know. There's yeah. obviously like twists and turns of life and oh, you yeah. have your, oh, yeah. your upsides and your downsides. But yeah. when I got that final diagnosis of like, you know, this and this, you have this and this, you know, I was like, oh, this is wild. But it's yeah. also like... I eventually stopped going because I was like, this is just not, I know that there's a deeper rooted problem here. I don't think I need medicine right well, now, at least, you know, maybe yeah. later on I do. Yeah. Um, so I, mean, I, think I think it gave me so much anxiety back then to like get prescribed because I was so misprescribed yeah. chronically for yeah. a year. It affected me to a point where like my body was, I had lost and gained like such a mass amount of weight. It was just so, it was so bad. Yeah. So would I get prescribed now? Probably 
honestly, I would try it. Right. If it but was I mean, healthy, you there, know. There's a certain step as a therapist Yep. Um, <laughs> that you go through and there are tools that you learn. That's the thing. With my anxiety and depression, I learn tools that people can use who don't need medication, mm-hmm. right? It's the, They're the same things that you, you would use in your toolbox if you were... Neurotypical. Norm- yeah, yeah, yeah. That whole, yeah. Neurotypical. Yeah as depression and anxiety Mm -hmm. is concerned. So it's worth learning about those things anyway. Going to a therapist, which is different than a psychiatrist, right? Yeah. Who's not motivated by prescribing. Mm -hmm. But at a certain point, if you need it, you need it. Totally. And if it's if it's something like diabetes or or something like <laughs> you gotta that, you got to treat right? it as such. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I went to a therapist prior to that. I was literally in therapy from like ages like four to uh-huh. like 12, 13. Okay. Actually, that's a lie. Like 17, 16. I stopped because I was literally going to like a pediatric <laughs> and I was there until I was 17. And I'm okay. like, I'm there playing with like kinetic sand telling her about like, why don't boys like me? <laughs> okay. Man, and it was eventually, it came to a shade. point, but it came to a point where I was like, okay, I think you're too old. I think it's time. Like, right, you know? Right. And so I stopped and being able to look back on it now, I think it really did help me in ways that like now as an older adult, I'm like, oh, I kind of remember that. I remember yeah. the conversations I had with her where it was like, this is really helpful. Yeah. Um, and then also when you meet people with those types of things, you can empathize. So much more empathetic. So much more empathetic. And I think it gave me a different worldview because originally like when I was going into college, I was like, oh yeah, journalism is great. I love journalism. I was like, mm, therapist. Because I had been going to therapy for so long. I was like, this could be so cool. Right. That would be so cool to help like that. Yeah. I was like, no, I think I just find it interesting. It's the path that you navigate at that age. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's as someone who was in his 20s and who was trying to figure out himself. And yeah. a small portion of me maybe is still trying to find myself. Of course. But I mean, I have, I am so much more comfortable now. In my, yeah. You know, but the problem with that, let's get back to habits. Yes. Is along with the life that you live, those habits also become more solid more difficult to change to Mm -hmm. to quit or whatever you know what before we get into that let me let me quickly go over the definition i usually say the definition of the word before we get too far into it the word habit is a noun according to oxford languages wonderful pull it up (laughs) thank you oxford and your languages thank you mr oxford yes mr or mrs (laughs) i mean you know we don't want to yes. gender stereotype True. here. A settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. So I think that's a pretty good definition. That is it. a good one. Informally, an addictive practice, especially one hmm. of taking drugs. That's the, what is it? Um, that's Connotation. Biased. Kind of like one biased. of those things. I think it gets away from what a habit is. The fact that we mm-hmm. need to qualify habit with either good or bad indicates that a habit by itself is not bad or good so i guess the real question is is do habits eventually become who you are if you don't break them i mean it's part of your being somehow right oh okay here we go here's the one i was telling you that you go what the hell is that I told you about a nun's habit. Yes. And you were like, what the hell is that? I'm like, oh God. Yeah. I went to Catholic school for like four years. I'm like, don't do it. Don't bring up the nuns, please. <laughs> <laughs> Enough. <laughs> well, it's it, with the word habit. It's not just nuns. It's basically what a habit is, 
it's the garments worn by a member of a religious mm-hmm. order. So yes. it can be anything depending on the religion. Okay. Right? So that's what a nun's habit is the outfit. It's the uniform. It's yes. not necessarily just the the crown. Just the thing that we yes. you know, the, the iconic. Idea. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So our definitions of habit, the last one being a long loose garment worn by a member of a religious order or Slay. congregation. I guess my habit would be like overalls. I wear a lot of overalls <laughs> to work. That's my habit. Because yeah. everybody at work is like, dude, I love your overalls. For I'm me, like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> For me, it was always khakis, polos, and construction worker boots. Amazing. Yeah, that's that that's was my great. Thing. <laughs> that's why I love clothes. I literally just went thrifting before this too. Yeah. It's just a great way to like find yourself a little bit more, well, more then, comfortable in your stuff. You if, know? You, if you're calling overalls your habit, then that means there's a religious order that revolves around If I was coffee. a piece of clothes, yes. If I was a piece of clothing, it would be overalls in the way that coffee is my life. Coffee, coffee runs it <laughs> and I'm running off of it. <laughs> yeah. Also, Middle English from Old French, abbot from Latin habitus, condition or appearance, and habere, have, consist of, the term originally meant dress and attire, and later it came to denote physical or mental constitution. So that is over the course of the development of the word. Hmm. So yeah. And it's really, you know what, it's really interesting. Okay, so I'm weird for this Ngram viewer. Yeah. Have you ever seen the Ngram viewer? Yes. And yeah. I have seen it before. It's great. And I especially think it's super some, interesting. Yeah. Especially like as someone it. who's going into journalism. I mean, I would think that you would have kind of, of a, an interest. Familiarity yeah. with it. The usage of habit over time has decreased from the 1800s in print. <laughs> the one tricky thing about the Ngram viewer is it doesn't make a distinction between the usage of the word, what the definition was. Mm-hmm. So a lot of that may be multiple definitions, yeah. right? But, I mean, I find it interesting that that word has declined. Nowadays, we have so many different things that we can do and explore yeah. that may become a oh, ritual or a habit hmm. due to repetitive nature yeah so that is habit what is a good habit that you think that Mm. you have i recently have gotten like super into hair care oh okay so i started like oiling my hair okay and blow drying take i think it's because i got a haircut so i was like oh my god i'm gonna actually try to like feel and it's crazy putting in just a little bit more effort into like my appearance really does make me feel better about myself um so maybe that i also have been journaling a lot more okay and not even in a way to like expel any sort of bad thoughts for me it's always been just a great way to like kind of exercise that creative part of me i guess a little bit so i've really gotten into touch with that Mm -hmm. let me just mention that this podcast is kind of totally. like like an online journal. Too, it's yeah. very therapeutic. This too. is great. This yeah. is and you've set it up that way because that's like this is your this is your safe spot. Yeah, yeah. totally get that. Have a conversation with someone. 100%. It's their safe spot as well. Learn yeah. about things. Learn think, about people's motivations. <laughs> yep, yeah. and it's fun. It's yeah. really fun bringing new people in too. Yeah, and maybe just smoking like a a good amount of weed too has okay, definitely helped. Okay, wait a helped. second. Hold on. I know. I'm like, oh god. <laughs> is that a good habit? That's what you're saying. Is um, that a- I don't smoke it like genuinely like a lot throughout the day like i don't need i don't depend on it right is what i'm saying but for me i think my relationship with weed has always been 
that of oh i'm gonna do this and decompress a little okay. bit okay. it's like it's like my little piece of chocolate every night you know right, or like right. now and then when i want it but recently it has been like the main thing that kind of just like ah oh, you know take the kick, edge my, off. kick my feet up yeah. you know some people do it with like a glass of wine or a yeah. beer or whatever and, and i think that the like stigmatization around weed has definitely changed yeah. so much since it's been legalized and all that kind of stuff yeah. um so, so i do partake do companies when they hire people do they have drug tests or are there certain professions that still require drug tests and I think others. they do yeah. for the most part that if it is the case and you do test positive I'm sure it's like okay well what are you using <laughs> right. type B not right. like oh you're smoking pot like I don't yeah. know I think that there's a little bit less of a like anger towards and also there's more of an understanding it used to like in my day it was still regarded as a gateway drug yeah. meaning that it opens the gate to other drugs uh-huh. which is kind of silly Considering that we already have a gateway drug, which is alcohol. I th- yeah, I mean, alcohol that's something is a that, monster. Yeah. But I feel like going back to like habits, really anything can be a drug if you get addicted to it. Right. And you have, mm. and that was like part of the definition, right? Was like habit can be an addictive, like social type thing where you think, oh, I need this, and that's why I'm gonna continue doing this. Like, yeah. you know, there's like kind of this like push towards it and i think going back to weed the main reason why i like partake in it is because i don't necessarily i could live without it i could but it's like oh it's just nice oh my little my little hershey bar like you know and so so it's just nice so for you it's edibles for me no it's not edibles i was just like giving a little metaphor for it um but for me i just have a pen recently just because of convenience i just hit my pen now and then which is nice um and i buy little pre-rolls yes i have a little i have a little wax pen She's really cute. Do you oh, want me to pull her out? No, no, that's fine. <laughs> I, I just so what is the what is the pen? Is it just full of yeah, the just full of, full of THC? THC? Okay. Yeah, they have like different flavors. I like once I turned twenty one, I was like, this my spare time. Let's go. Uh-huh. Um, and just picked up a little cart, and they're they're great. Okay, they're so really nice. So I'm saying, if you struggle with anxiety, if you've smoked pop before and you enjoy it for your yeah. anxiety aspect, yeah, I would totally try it. Yeah, just get a little pen, just try it. It's like. Came out to like sixty bucks after getting a cart too. Yeah. Wasn't anything too crazy. Yeah, but I mean that cart will last you a month if you don't smoke a ridiculously amount. So my experience with pot. Yeah. It enhances my personality in such a way that I do <laughs> not like. Um the one yep. time I did it when I was in my twenties, we were coming back from a shooting pool somewhere mm-hmm. and someone had a joint and it's like passing around. Just hit it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And what ended up happening was I became very hyper. I started, and it wasn't bad weed because everyone else was like chill. Chill. But, you know, I started three different tasks. Then I ate. Then I finished two of those first tasks and started three more tasks. Yep. In no particular order. And it was just That's kind of just like all over me on certain strains. I feel like I yeah. get very hyperactive. Yeah. It's like, and oh that's another thing, too. It's like we, we used to think back in my day, weed is weed is weed, right? There yeah, are strains, strains that are specific to certain levels. Yes. I still don't do it. It's yeah. just not something that I enjoy. I don't True. know why I enjoy cigarettes. Cigarettes but I hit. Do. They do. They're nice. They do. And, and they're also some coffee and like just oh a man, nice. coffee and That's what I'm morning. saying. And just like you're sitting outside and it's nice. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> it is bad. It is bad for the lungs. It does cause cancer. I am trying to cut it down to a point where I don't need quote unquote You're it holding anymore. on to it. Yeah. Right. There are things as far as changing habits that mm-hmm. are what do you do to change a habit? 
essentially the the shorthand is you develop a new one. Yep. <laughs> it is passes on. You create one that is more healthy or mm-hmm. more positive. I just started doing a lot of speed walking at night for my cardio. Hey, that's great. Uh, and it's like, you know, I walk for 45 minutes at the end of every night after my shift. You're like hot girl walk. Yeah. That's what they call it nowadays. Oh, really? Yeah. The, yeah. the Zoomers. The Zoomers I guess call you can it the say hot the hot girl, girl walk. walk. You put yes. your headphones in, you like romanticize your lap. Yeah. You right. like do the waddle. I yeah. love it. Yeah. <laughs> the hot girl walk. The hot girl walk. Right. I like. That's what, That's what it's called. That's what it's called. something new every day. I mean, yeah. This is why I talk to Zoomers. They know what's going on as far as... You old. get to like have a little bit of an in with me and yeah, then yeah, tap exactly. out. Tell me all the, you know... The Lingo. New, the new shit. <laughs> yes. What I used to do was I didn't walk with great frequency, but mm-hmm. when I did... I would always have a cigarette first and then I would go on a walk. And that's just what I did. I didn't even think about it, right? But when I started putting more effort into doing the walking nightly, I said to myself, that's ridiculous to have a cigarette right before you do cardio. It's the dumbest thing. Now I buy walking apples. So what I do to start my walk is I eat an apple. And, you know, I don't normally eat apples but I think that's more healthy than... Look at you. Yeah. Apple a day keeps the doctor away. That's what they say. I don't, I don't know it. if I believe that. We'll believe it for this okay, right let's, now. Let's, for, yeah. for the future. We'll suspend but disbelief. But I think it does help. I mean, it's better than a cigarette. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Cigarette. And then by the time I'm done with my walk and kind of winded, you know, because yeah. it's like I've been walking at a pretty fast pace for 45 minutes, <laughs> then I don't feel like having a cigarette. That's one of those things where I developed a habit to deal with a habit. A right. thousand percent. That's so good. if you come up with ways, um, just kind of escape routes in life, I yeah. guess you could say in yeah. that way, like a negative habit that I might have changed into a positive one. I think I went like a long spell of time not journaling, and I think that might have negatively impacted me really? in ways that I didn't really realize. Yeah, I think that I like internalize a lot of my rage okay. and like because there's, there's always this just like back of the house person in my head that's like fuck this like right. i want to go home yeah. <laughs> throwing tomatoes at life like right. genuinely right. and it's not even anything personal i just it's a habit you know yeah, yeah. and so i think that maybe not going not writing or just like getting anything out and maybe just keeping it all kind of locked in made it seeped out in different ways my well, relationship yeah. no, no, or whatever yeah that's um, emotions too right? totally it's just like yeah i just tend to shut down like yeah. if there's an issue i'll shut down i'll get mad and then i'll just be quiet like genuinely that'll just happen with yeah. me and so i notice like okay something kind of annoying happened at work or somebody said something stupid and i'm like ah, you know grumble 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 Whereas in the past, I would have maybe kept it inside and just been like, that was annoying. You know, shuffle it back and add right, it onto right. my list about like, oh, fuck this, you know. Right. Put, it, <laughs> um, put it on the top of the it, pile. Put it on top of the pile. Yeah. And this happened, you know. Right. So And then it well, gets to a point where you have to get rid of that. Yes. Right? But, yes. I got to blow up. It's yeah, my time to yeah. shine. Compared to that to where like, oh, I'm going to write down in my little journal how yeah. annoying this person was. instance was, and it has really like helped me. Obviously, I have friends and family around me that I can yeah. be like. You yeah, know, there's this that situation. Too. This it's situation different. sucks. It's, it's different. different, though. Yeah, yeah. And I think, especially as I've gotten older, I've realized there's certain people that you can go and talk to about certain things. You oh, know, yeah, like yeah. and like some people have certain perspectives because of what life has handed them. You know, I'm not going to go to my dad and be like, "Oh, I'm having issues with my period." You know, <laughs> like I'm going to go to really? like, no, Your no, dad no, wouldn't be cool. I mean, my dad's a doctor, but I'm not going to be like, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to. There's a line with there's people. Line, That's what yeah, I'm right. pretty much trying to say. You're my daughter, dude. He's like, what the hell? 
Honestly, he'd probably react perfectly. That's yeah. the good part. But I'm just saying as an, yeah, example, yeah, no, as an example for right. the people, like I'm not going <laughs> to run to my dad and be like, oh, my God. Yes. I'm yes. late. You know, <laughs> thing right, like that. Right. You know, It's always good to have someone that you can basically say anything to. But that doesn't always happen. Sometimes you have to have different people for different totally. stuff. Right? And luckily, my relationship with my boyfriend has been just like genuinely chef's kiss like the most beautiful relationship i've ever had in my entire life yeah. like genuinely i didn't think that anything this good could ever happen to me yeah. right so it's like i know that other people don't have that type of person in their life uh-huh. i know that i do and it's like so healthy and so good for me right. that i like luckily yeah i do have a person that i can go to that i can trust with all that information and right. that you know is fully in my corner and it's great it's and a partner it's a partner literally yeah. but yeah. you know still even then like I have him, I can talk to him about certain things. And he can do the same He can you. do the same for me. And I'll tell him obviously every information. But sometimes when I'm like, oh, I want to talk to this person about the same situation, then it'll kind of hit me like, oh, wait, you're not Ian. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know? yeah, but there is that sort of thing that's like when you're processing something, if you're not done processing it, it doesn't mean, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, I mean, I don't think it's invalid to talk to multiple people about a certain multiple, situation. Yeah, I think yeah, it's, yeah. it's the opposite. You're, you want to get multiple opinions on something. Yes. Uh, or you can just say, this is uh, something I want to get off my chest and just preface it by saying that. You don't read anything into it. This is, I just need to get it out. Totally. And then once it's out, just let it go. Don't pay any attention to it. Yes. Um, that's part of what writing in a journal is, right? Yeah. Or expressing things through art or anything. on a podcast. Yeah, totally. So, yeah. Anything else you want to talk about habit? Uh, I don't really have anything else other than... Do you than, have any bad... I mean, we've already talked about bad habits. Oh, yeah. No, no. Hmm. Smoking is it. I mean, that's... The vice. Yeah. That's um, a good vice. <laughs> some people say that playing video games is a bad habit. But mm. to me, it's not. It is something that I do to relax. It is an interactive form of entertainment. It keeps my brain trying to figure out puzzles and, mm-hmm. and things. So it's... I mean, and it's not like I get it to levels where spending four hours playing a single game does not make any sense really because i come from a generation where you went to an arcade yeah and you had you had quarter-sized experiences right you played a game for maybe uh you know half an hour hour tops yep and then that was it yeah um so i mean i just you know i lose interest in that if i play them for an hour or yeah. s- or hour or two. Setting limits also is is something with habits that good, that yeah. can help you cut back things. Totally. Is setting your limits, but. Would you consider playing video games a bad habit? You know what's so funny is that before I started dating Ian, I wasn't really that into video games. I mean, I had them growing up because I had a Wii and I had right. like the Xbox and I played Guitar Hero with my sister. Or something right. like that was kind of like it for me. It wasn't until I started dating like a little gamer guy that I was like, oh my God, games are fun. I'm like, I get the draw because I, again, have like pretty bad ADHD. Uh-huh. And so games are just like so, so like, I don't know, the idea of like being stimulated the entire time throughout and having something to do is like really fun yeah. um we would play animal crossing a lot we played this like one day game on the switch called duck game when we okay. were first dating for like literally like two months just straight playing it because yeah. it was like the most stupid game you're essentially like get to pick out your duck and get to pick out your gun and you go into like different arenas and okay. you just shoot each other in these different arenas arenas and it's like the way that the ducks are being killed it's just really funny like it's just really <laughs> stupid you can like yeah, pick up silly, the dead body silliness. at the end of it and like run around with it and so we have all of these like 
stupid inside jokes from it that it's just like funny because it's right. a game so i think i like i started to like really fall in love with that aspect of it that you're yeah. playing it with somebody else and you're having a good time yeah. um but i also did like just started to like video games yeah. too in general which okay. is fun i totally get like your explanation yeah. explanation ooh, for why you liked it for me games isn't a method by which i connect with other people necessarily directly like not online gaming like no, on a yeah. headset people do that that's cool. Yeah. I want to be told a story. I want to be like an interactive story where I've got to figure stuff out. And that's that's all I really want. Yeah. Is fun game mechanics, something that I can play that tells me a story yeah. and is enjoyable. We had that and other to game too. Yeah. There's this one game that me and Ian also got into called It Takes Two. That's really cute. Okay. We so, really like that one. Yeah. That one's really fun. Oh, yeah. That one's cool. That, uh, honestly, that game, Emily at the time. Really? Her and her boyfriend, she couldn't understand games. And I said, oh, I suggested It Takes Two. Yeah. Because that is a game that it's got a cooperation mechanic and it's something that, you know, you're playing side by side. So you can say, oh, hey, you, do know, you do this yeah. and I do this and show the other person so how to do it. So yeah. it's just kind of like. That game's fun. Oh, yeah. um, there's this like series of games by the same creator. They're so pretty to look at, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like. Uh, fuck. I think it's called moving out and it's basically it's basically like you're you and like three other people are a team of movers oh, and okay. you okay. get put and there's another game too that it's like it's like a cooking game too but this one is called moving out and you're not talking you're, overcooked you, are you yes i am talking overcooked but yeah, it's literally you're just that. like getting thrown into this like little arena and you have to work with the other person to like move all this yeah. shit in it's um, it's what a lot in the last show that game starts fights oh my yeah. god no, no, it's I was so gonna say, funny it's, it's called the friendship destroyer <laughs> yes That's what I, it really does <laughs> annihilate any form of like no you do this no fuck you do this like because yeah. you're doing it under this fucking microscope of time you know yeah. so yeah. so funny like, i mean it's i can see the the appeal but that's an advanced multiplayer game yes very as far stressful. as interaction with people right yeah you don't want to start someone out on that because no their perception is going to be these guys are all assholes a hundred percent no yeah i play with my little siblings that are okay. like they're right. like seven and nine so it's like just fun like they just like it. yeah so so you are funny. also saying that the packing game the the movers game. moving out is fun it's way more stressful than overcooked okay because you're moving like beds into a house and sometimes the house doors aren't open fully enough and so the little characters you have to like angle the bodies a certain way to let the couch in or let the, the like mattress in and so if the other person you're working with is not cooperative or if you are like you know you're oh my god my my joy con isn't working <laughs> it's like literally the most roller coaster ass headache game huh. if you don't if you're if you're just not in it 100 percent, you have yeah. to be like fully attentive of it but i think overcooked is just fun the the art is funny too like i think i really like oh the, yeah, yeah the art it's, is it's so cute. cute and the customization of the Very characters cute. And it's called moving out it's for the switch is that what it is yeah it's on the switch we have it on the xbox too okay moving out it looks very animal crossing e as far as the the cover of it is yeah. that what it is I also just like love the Animal Crossing art. Ian knows that, so that's why he's like, "We should play this." <laughs> but yeah. that's probably probably why you're getting like nostalgic or whatever about it. Yeah, sure. well, it makes a, sense. there's a guy who's got a toaster for it. Yes, head. yes, it's like the weirdest art on these guys. There's one guy who's like, he literally like has a missing eye. He's like a pirate. There's huh. a there's one in a wheelchair. 
that one's a little frustrating to use because sometimes the wheels don't like work in the doors you know you're you're taking down paintings off of walls in the game yeah. sometimes you have to have the other person at the same time click their joy cons at the same time for you to like take the painting off and then walk it out of the house and you also have to like attach onto it the entire time so if the other person lets go like it's just fucked it's it's so stressful huh. if you're thinking of like getting a game that voluntarily stresses you the fuck out get moving out yeah. this is an ad for moving out <laughs> if you're into it <laughs> fucking get it <laughs> yeah it's and apparently there's a sequel moving out too who's uh, it's going to come out next year oh my so. god shut the fuck up um, now i'm gonna yep. get it now i'm gonna get uh, it this <laughs> and let me just say moving out which i've never heard of because i'm not a, yes. i'm not a nintendo switch guy but moving out a 2020 cooperative moving simulator developed by Swedish studio Dev M Games and Australian developer SMG Studio. It does sound like it's got, I didn't do much in the way of research on this game I think game they itself, have it on the PS4 too. Oh, so they do. You, yeah, should, yeah. you should really look into getting it just I mean, to like try it with other people. I would play it with well, you see, too. That see, would be here's, fun. Here, here's the thing. <laughs> I don't have people to play with. Okay, well, I mean, here we are. I'm not, I'm not compl- well, no, I get <laughs> totally, it. Totally, totally. I understand. I can invite you over. And, like, <laughs> and you see those guitars over there. I do have rock band. So it's oh like God. I have friends who yeah. come over and we play rock band together. But for me, video games are more me time. And totally. less And less cooperative. I will okay. play cooperative games. There are some cute ones out there that I like. There's this one called Nights and Bikes. Oh. It's a cute style, almost like a kid's book. And you play two little girls on bikes that are navigating. They have really great imaginations. They're like little nerdy kids who are like the one girl's mother has just died. And you're trying to, I guess, save your father's miniature golf course. Totally. Yeah, it's such an interesting Nights and Bikes. Check it out. It's a local developer. Yeah, that's a fun little story-based game to play that's cooperative. Yeah, that sounds great. I do uh, love me a solo game, though. I will say that. Outside of the whole, like, oh, me and my boyfriend do this. I do. I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. Like, I do. You mentioned Animal Crossing, and I think Animal Crossing is specifically as a game has been referred to as a habit in yes. some people's minds. Getting those bells. Getting my bells every day. Yeah. Or else. Selling those tarantulas <laughs> or whatever you guys my do. My moth. I was like seriously like laying in bed the other night and I was like, what if I got like an Animal Crossing tattoo in the most like the cringest thought ever? And I was like, why did I even think that? That's yeah. so embarrassing get, that I thought about it. You get a Tom Nook on the small I of literally, your back. I want to get it like as a tramp stamp. I think it'd be like the hottest thing. I literally pull oh, just, up to yeah. Starbucks with yeah. it on my ass. The Tom Nook tramp, tramp stamp. Isabel and Tom, like, yeah. oh my God. Maybe, maybe, so funny. maybe Tom Nook saying something to the effect of I'm loaning you yes, this ass or something. <laughs> There's this meme that was going around when Horizons was first coming out mm-hmm. and it was like, can you watch them while I go smoke? And it's Tom Nook with uh, the two little Nook guys. Right. <laughs> it was like the funniest thing it made me laugh so hard. Well, I mean, on the upside, interest free loan. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's that's basically what Tom Nook does. Yes. But he's also kind of a slumlord, too, at the same time. He's he's just a rich guy but yeah, he's like just, he's like capitalism if capitalism was like nice video game like nice though <laughs> okay because nice i like capitalism. it makes me feel like oh my god look at this beautiful island that yeah. i'm living on that i get to cultivate my own wheat and make my bread and you know i'm friends with all my neighbors my neighbors give me jumpsuits right, like holy right. shit like i want to live here and i want to work it like i don't know the incentive to work there is 
I think that's exactly it. What you're saying is this like, you know, you get to enter your like dreamscape, which yeah. is Animal Crossing or, you know, whatever game that you're into. Right. But yeah. Do you think it's a habit? It Specifically is. Animal Crossing. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Think, again, I think that anything can be a habit if you are like of the addictive mindset with it, yeah. you know? But yeah. yeah, I think Animal Crossing can totally be like one if you're into it you right. know that well, kind of thing remember candy crush people were playing that all the time still are are they still my grandparents are like oh my god <laughs> the way that my nana has spent like at least two hundred dollars on it like oh, yeah. i know that yeah. i know that yes it's still it's funny it's funny how like oh i, I thought that fell off nope there are still guaranteed yeah. there are still people playing that game you interesting. know so funny yeah it's interesting also how generations will play different games yeah i read a statistic recently about the audience yeah. as far as mobile games yeah and the segment of boomers is huge yeah. as far as mobile games mm-hmm. whereas with people your shame yeah, yeah for our age not so much. No. That that's constitutes funny. The They're playing the Sudoku, clocking in on Wordle. <laughs> literally. Do you play Wordle? No, hell nah. Okay. I'm like stupid. Sometimes I'd like play Wordle and then it would really humble me because I'm like, wow, I, I would have never thought that word. And I would like <laughs> I would like have to enlist other I'm the worst with like group games because I will okay. literally I'm the first person to cheat. The first person uh, to cheat. I'm okay. the first person to be like, what? Like <laughs> You need to be on my side and you need to help me win right now. Right. I just clock out a little bit. It's not because I'm I'm trying avidly not to have fun. Yeah, uh, it's no, because no, it's, I'm just a ditz. I can be a little ditzy sometimes. Okay. It's like it's in the my like astrology chart to be kind of uh, dummy. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what what is what is it that you are? So my like big three, should I give you my whole chart right now? No, no, you <laughs> don't kidding. have to give me the big chart. <laughs> I'm a Leo. Okay, Leo. Yes, okay. I'm yeah, a Leo. I can see that. A little in generalized. Yeah. I'm a Gemini. Oh my god! Yeah. I love Gemini. <laughs> You're such a Gemini, Ben. I, I'm well, kidding. I don't. I don't know. People, people do. I mean, that's um, a person that you worked with said that I'm a Gemini. Who? Um, oh, yeah, Probably Jenna. Yeah. I that's a, that's fun. That's yeah. cute. No, I could see that now. But honestly, you you kind of gave me like Earth energy, very very grounded. Yeah. But yeah, that's why you like to talk. Yeah, I do. Geminis are very social. But but, I mean, that's the thing. I consider myself antisocial. And give me a second to explain. Um, (laughs) I am antisocial with my self-expression and things that I do. But I enjoy talking to people. It's just on my terms. Like when I go outside or when I do something or go somewhere specifically, I am totally open to to do that. But if I'm in a group, uh, a larger group... I stick to myself and I stick to my thoughts and my own yep. thing. Are so you a just, May or a June? I'm a May. Okay. I'm a May 24th. Hell yeah. 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 Do you know your big three? I, I'm like, Jesus. I want I kind of want to see your big three. That's yeah. kind of interesting. Let me see. What is that? Oh, Astro Future. Here we go. Nice. I installed it when I had Jenna on the show. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yep. I don't know what this, do you know how this thing works? Yes. So you're okay. going to, here, I'll open mine too. Yeah. I don't know what chart is showing you the day. Okay, so I'm going to open it up and it should automatically open up to yours, right? Okay. Right. Is that my birth? Is that my birth? Press this one and then press the baby bottle. I don't see a baby bottle. Press this on the bottom right. My bottom right? Your bottom right. Or bottom left. Here. Wait. Yeah, let me pull it up. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, sun in Gemini, moon in Taurus, 
ascendant in Pisces. Okay, so it's not a double Gemini. You are not a double Gemini. Okay. That's why I said you give me Earth energy. That's okay. It's because you have the Taurus Moon and the Taurus Mercury. Oh my God, you got a you got a Taurus stellium. That's what it's called when you have multiple placements. I have no idea what that word was. Now you do. Look oh, at that. Look at that. I don't know what that. What is stellium? <laughs> stellium. What does that mean? Stellium means that you have multiple placements in this chart. Okay. So for this chart, you have or in the same like sign. So okay. you have a Taurus stellium. Okay. That's why I was like, you give me such grounded energy. You have a ton of Earth energy. Mm -hmm. Yes, that makes so much sense. I have a Taurus moon too. Yay! My big three are, I have a Leo sun, I have a Taurus moon, and I have like, I, I just found out that I might have like a Scorpio rising. Oh, okay. Which would okay. explain a lot, because I'm kind of a sensitive little girl. So. Gotcha. Okay, mm -hmm. well, there you have it. Baby bottle. Baby right. bottle. Yeah. Now you know how to read <laughs> read yourself. But yeah, if you want to look more in depth, on, especially on that app, you can just press each that one. That moon is really close to Gemini, though. Yeah, you're, you're at the cusp. Yeah, but I could have sworn that someone had done my chart and had made that moon. But I mean, she was doing it by hand. It, you looks, know, like, like, it looks like you were born on the cusp, though. Because yeah, even I at was. the time, sometimes the time, like minute i guess mm -hmm. has some sort of like impact on your right, moon and your right. rising because i know for me it's like that too also location yeah. Like, yeah where are you from tucson no, no no i am i was born in chicago okay cool yeah that's what it says here it says chicago illinois <laughs> i didn't read that i'm sorry no no i had to figure that out born at <laughs> oh, uh, born at uh, 2 30 a.m what's that like famous pizza place they've got uno's yeah they've got uh, pizzeria uno's and yes. pizzeria due Nice. Uh, same same people. The one started out Pizzeria Uno, and then Due was the second one that they created. But it's a different it's like person. Like a baby. So, okay. Yeah. Do you like deep dish pizza or it's, do you not? I do. I do. I do okay. partake. You know what's funny? I hate pizza, like in general. But a deep dish pizza, I could eat the fuck out of. I think they're so good. Okay. My, I think my, they're better. Okay. Um, no. I have to be in a mood for deep dish. I definitely have to be in a it's mood. Heavy. Yeah. It's kind of heavy. It's the same yeah. with pasta. It's, it's like a casserole. It's more yeah. like a casserole than it is anything else. I and mean, I'm not always in the mood for it's a casserole. Very, it's very overwhelming. Similar yeah. with like calzones too, I think. Oh, Those calzones. Are, yeah. Calzones are good, but I get very overwhelmed by yeah. Food's weird because sometimes I'll go through sh waves of like, oh my God, this sounds so good every single day. And then I'm like, eh, eh yeah. I'll just eat this because I have to, you know? Right. Yeah. If you live in California, you live in a calzone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay, I like that. Didn't land. No, <laughs> was it, it supposed to land? It didn't. I don't know. Dad <laughs> was it humor. just a play on humor? It's just humor. dad humor. Play it's on just, words. Yeah, I'm, I may Oops. not be a dad, but I do have the humor. You've got. You um, are a dad. You've got. Look at this. This I grown cat, man. I am a cat dad. Yes, this that's grown that, man that with dreadlocks on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> he's so cute. He's a little Rastafarian kitty. Well, he sleeps like a baby. Oh look yeah, he has an oh, arm yeah. stretched out. Uh huh. God, yep, I cannot comfy. wait to die and be reincarnated into a cat, hopefully, because that would be so fucking nice. <laughs> yeah, oh, I don't my know. God. Yeah, just sleep all day, right? I chase, would sleep chase the all ball. day and like piss everybody off. I'm glad you didn't say piss everywhere. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> probably do that, too. Mark, mark in the Sometimes territory. Sometimes cats are like that, though. Like, I know some cats will just, like, once they're, if you've, like, done something to piss them off, they'll, like, pee on your bed. Or yeah. so. like, they're kind of calculated. I think that's why, like, cats... Like inherently more than dogs, to be honest, because they have a more of a personality. I totally, think. yeah. And I think that too. Like I remember early high school, beginning of college too. Like meet guys, and they'd be like, "I fucking hate cats," and I'd be like, "Yep, that's the that's the biggest red flag." I know you hate yeah. women because you hate cats because <laughs> yeah. you can't control it. 
Yeah, but I mean that's that's part of the beauty. They're their own thing. They're their own saying? thing. Yeah. He's passed out with his arm out. Like yeah, he's nobody just nobody propped he's him up chill. like that. He will also do the thing with his the sleepy paw where he's like Have you ever seen the cats with like the thumbs? Oh yeah, yeah. So um, cool. My, my brother had one. Uh his name was Pulpo, which oh is uh, my God. uh Spanish for octopus. Oh my god, that's and cute. He had, he, yeah, they he had extra, extra digits, yeah. I have a friend who has like one of those cats that's cross eyed. Oh he's okay. like, yeah, he's very cute though. Yeah. He's like fluffy, very chunky man. And Bash has been losing a little bit of weight, but I mean it's like old age, that's what happens. He's yeah. thriving though. It's okay. Yeah, he's doing great. He's doing great. He's in his prime. Yep. <laughs> Yep, he just has to deal with the the. He's young, like, shut up, the young lad. Video game habits. Do you play enough video games to have habits as it relates to video games? So, like, hmm. there are things that are I don't know if they're tropes, but they're things that people do habitually in video games, hmm. like always reload your gun even if you don't need it. I don't. Kind of yeah, I don't really do that. Right. Oh wait. That's a lie. I 100% do that in Animal Crossing, I guess, because that's the one that I've just been playing okay. mostly on recent. Yeah. But I, like, have this thing that every time I, like, end the game, I have to, like, completely clear all of my pockets so that way the next time that I play, I can just, like, go out and not have to worry See, about my a, yeah. my purse being full type thing, exactly. you know? Exactly, because that's um, annoying, t- right? So annoying. Yeah. So annoying, dude. So it's so funny because would I do that in real life? No, I'm, like, the laziest person ever. But on Animal Crossing, I'm like, nope, I got to put this bitch in high gear. Do it. Every day, every yeah, day, be efficient. <laughs> every day. Did you play um, Stardew Valley at all, or did you? I played a little bit of it. I yeah. have it on my like personal Switch. Uh-huh. I don't know what it was. I just couldn't really like Get tap into in. Yeah. The art just was a little like plain for me. I yeah. need something that's like pretty, like yeah. genuinely like. <gasps> oh my god! Right. And you know that Animal Crossing was like that for me. And Ian was playing that one. Oh my god! Why did I just forget it? They're coming out with a new one in like 2023. It's, oh my God. It'll, it'll hit me later on. You're talking like a Stardew Valley? It's a, like a no, it's, um, fuck, I just forgot what it's called. It's with this Harvest one. Harvest Moon? No, it's not a, it's not like a, a farming. farming game. It's like another like really pretty like Nintendo Switch game that people okay. are into for okay. a while. But they like just announced that they're coming out with a new one. They came out with a trailer a couple months ago and everybody was like, oh my God so exciting but ian got me into that one too and i was like kind of playing it pretty pretty religiously i was like grabbing fruits and mushrooms and eating them yeah link it's a link game oh okay i know that link is in it but i don't know i forget the name of the game oh my god okay legend of zelda that's what it's called well yeah yes (laughs) yeah but i mean legend of zelda like is it a remake breath of the wild that's what it's called so that's yeah that is literally gorge everyone loves that game everyone Everyone loves that game game. and breath of the wild 2 is supposed to be breath of the wild is coming out oh the second one yes the first one is all the first one's out they're coming out with like the sequel yeah i'm not sure if it's a sequel or prequel i think it might be a sequel it could be either. I mean, who knows with the with the Zelda folks what they do. But totally. They, I did see on one of the Nintendo Directs that they did announce yeah. a sequel. You got to like watch or at least like watch that trailer. It is like genuinely oh, yeah. no, no, it's, such a pretty game. I don't even like know how they do it. There's a show that I listen to called What's Good Games that is all women in the video game industry different facets once more a social media uh, sort of like do it yourself created youtube videos and kind of got into the industry that way there was someone who was more of a newscaster worked at gamestop like that kind of thing 
and then someone who works in the, the development area of games. And they all get together and talk about the video game news and what they're playing. And Brittany, one of them, is really seriously into anything having to do with Breath of the Wild. Yeah. I mean... People are avid about it because yeah. it's literally the prettiest game ever. It's gorge. I yeah. love it. They also talk about people want a Pokemon game that is Breath <laughs> of the Wild-esque. That would be cool. What is your thought? That would be cool. Yeah? I used to like kind of be a little bit of a hater towards pokemon, pokemon? really because i thought it was like not even a hater but just kind of like ew pokemon <laughs> you know because growing up it's always like let's let's trade our pokemon cards you know in right. like middle school but then my boyfriend who's like super into it we got like an n64 together and started playing oh, pokemon wow. on so it. you got old school so yeah. fun so fun and Have i you? didn't even understand oh. it but i was like oh my god this is so cute and i would play as like all of these different characters and be super into it so so you fun. got a Nintendo 64. Yes. Did you get Pokemon Snap? Yes. Okay. We got that game. We talked we got, about that on Britney's show. Yeah. And we got that one and it was like, it wasn't even, we got it like Bookman's. It's like a hundred bucks. Yeah. But the day we got it, we like literally threw a party. We're like, ah, I'm It was so much fun. Yeah. Pokemon so Snap fun. is one of those cool sort of games. Yeah. And it's just um, nice to hold on to it too. Yeah. It's like fun. I'm playing a game. I'm almost done with it called Bug Snacks. Nice. And Bug Snacks is kind of a Pokemon Snap sort of game, but you are going around a 3D world and you're capturing these different bug snacks they're part mm. bug part snack <laughs> it's very weird and when you feed them to the uh, grumpuses which are the characters that inhabit this world their body parts turn into the food yeah it's really kind of it's funny and creepy at the same time yeah. it's kind of a kid's book but yeah. it's also kind of a there's an isle of dr moreau kind of feel to it mm-hmm. like it's like evil right yeah it's like, it kind of spooky but spooky, at the same vibes. time it, it reminds me of the pokemon snap, yeah so. that would be fun yeah is that the only game that the the i mean those those games he's he's kind of gotten you back into it sounds like That's you have a knowledge it. of video games beforehand but it's just totally. like you didn't get into them as much as your boyfriend i didn't got you into i them. didn't because he he had more of a childhood than i did to be fair there was just so much going on at home that I didn't really have time to like kind of goof around like that. I had, right. I had a DS that I got for Christmas one year uh-huh. that had like Nintendogs on it that I would play. Oh, there was a, there was, a, there was a high school musical game. I got the rock band one where you would attach it to the DS and play yeah. it like crazy. I broke it. That right. lasted a month, you know? Yeah. And then at my mom's house, I had rock band, the whole setup. We had the drums and everything. So I would play with my sisters and I remember like going at it at the drums. I would get yeah. like, it, oh my God, that one song, Maps by the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. Yeah, I would yeah. go in, like get so into it. So it was like just fun. Those types yeah. of games. I got su- super into Sims because my mom was into Sims too. Okay. That's an interesting thing I don't think we had to deal with in my generation was parents getting you into video games. Yeah, my I mean, mom and like, I were really like close. So huh? it was like kind of this like, this okay you have to love it too you know and so i got into it because i also was like super into like dressing them up i was like eight or nine so it'd be like oh my god you can make their hairstyles and put all the jewelry on them you know yeah Um, yeah there's there's a character design piece to it and there's also a building component like you're building a house and arranging like you're doing architecture yes 
and, and interior design and yeah. still go, it's going on. I and think it's nice to play God, it like, just, too, on there. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. It just, <laughs> it's just free to play, actually. I downloaded it. it. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. have it. I've been um, playing it for Sims play 4 months. has yep. just went free to play. So, so fun. But I was Not evil. Not my kind of game, but, but I mean, I understand its appeal. I was evil playing it. I would... Oh my god! Are you one of those people who would wall off? Your well, I was like nine, so yeah, I was like, I actually, that's a lie. I was like seven, so I would like make them have babies, and then I would, <laughs> I would lock all of the doors in the house, and then make a house fire, and then they wouldn't leave, oh, so Lord. they would die, and then I would start a new family because they all, well, <laughs> but they would become ghosts. ghosts yeah, <laughs> so I would yeah. like make them be ghosts until they disappeared, which right. is the whole thing. Right. Or like if I had a baby and I, it was like ugly or I didn't like. <laughs> I would literally like leave the baby outside and force uh, everybody in the household to not go grab it. I so then CPS in Sims would come pick it. Like I was like ill, like playing this game. I was like, all right. <laughs> I think, you know, there's something to be said for getting that shit out of your system. Uh huh. <laughs> Before you get the real baby. I was like, this so, was fun. Know, this, this was fun. Was it was like, my yeah. therapy. That was my habit. There I you go. Kill all of my Sims families. Yeah. <laughs> Have you heard of the hundred baby challenge? Yes, I have. Okay. And it's possible. Have you tried it? I haven't, but I have played the game for such a long amount of time that I know that it would be fully possible if, like, you're literally just sitting there all day. Yeah. Because I learned that you can have them age up if you just keep buying birthday cake and having them blow it out. Oh, okay. I didn't know that you could do that, but I was like, oh my God, once you do that, and then they're not a baby for much longer. You can literally do it the day that they come home, and then it's like, yep, done, and then pop another baby out. Yeah. As long as, you know, you have an active couple that's together. Right, it's right. like fun but yeah i used to like when i used to play it i'd like make my families with like I, I think this is a typical girl thing but you would like make it with your crush so it'd be like oh uh-huh. my god me and my like uh-huh. hubby whatever and then you'd like make them have kids and be like be able to name them and it was like kind of just this idea of like you could romanticize your own personal life if you wanted to through this like fucking third party yeah. <laughs> you know but yeah I, so I, funny i've got a story about that i my girlfriend, I was trying to get her into games, yeah. we, and I thought she would enjoy The Sims, and I bought her the the first two. At the time, it was Sims 1 and Sims 2 yeah. that had come out. I bought her those, and she and Sims 2 had made her and me. Yeah. One day, I come home from work, and she's freaking pissed off. I mean, she's really <laughs> angry Mad. at me. And I'm going, what's wrong? What's wrong? And she goes, you... I died, and then you sat on the couch, cried for five seconds, and then started playing <laughs> video games. I was like, uh, you know, I hate to tell you, that's prob- probably the way it's going to Oh, my out. God, you're heartless. Yeah. See, that's, that's probably going to you- the way I process <laughs> is going to happen. Gemini men are all alike. <laughs> so, closing on the word habit, other than developing affection with my cats... Um, what, I'll what be other, back. What, what, let's, yeah, I better not go to the bathroom before you leave. You gotta lock them and the play. Go, you gotta like become Sims right yeah, now. Put them in. Put them somewhere. <laughs> Hide the cats. Do you have any closing thoughts on the word habit? Good habits and bad habits are all habits. Just appreciate it all, I guess. If you have a bad habit, you have to make the decision and the commitment to change it. Yeah. Identifying those, and if it's at a point where it's a problem then that's when you want to change it and fix it and maybe make a good habit. Make it a healthy, happy ritual, you know, rather than that. Habit needs to have a better connotation with it. It does. And I think that we as a society have a tendency to focus a lot on the bad things, Mm -hmm. right? 
So it makes sense that, you know, when you think of habit, I think a lot of people think drugs, alcohol, things that are bad for you. However, habit as a word is not that. We are making some inferences there. A habit can be a positive one. You just have to have the right frame of mind and also be able to identify things that are detrimental towards yourself and, you know, make them good. Maybe sometimes it's not simple, but... I think it's, you know, it's a good skill to have. I agree. I think with age, too, everything does kind of, like, heal. Not to play the old man card here, but there's a wisdom that comes with, like, when I was, you know, even in my 20s, I didn't know what the hell I wanted. Now that I'm in my 50s, Jesus Christ. You know, there's sort of a wisdom that comes about as you get older. Don't focus on the fact that, oh, my God, I'm getting older. It's like, well, hell, yeah, I'm getting older. That's a good thing. Totally. Right? I think the one thing, too, sorry, I know we're trying to, like, wrap this up. But no, one it's thing, fine. One thing I found, like, kind of interesting, too, is the fact that I, like, so many times in my life have looked back on things that have happened or, like, certain auras around certain things that have happened and been, yeah. like, really nostalgic about it or yeah. really, really missed it. And it's just really taught me to, like, appreciate every single moment because I know that I'll look back at this moment and miss it a lot you know even when i'm like 30 40 50 60 you know and i didn't realize that when i was 18 you know what i'm saying like it's just it just comes as you get older when you remember things your brain fills in some gaps Uh right it always does but if you think that you know consistently throughout your life and think back on the things that you are fond of as opposed to remembering the things that are horrible. Yeah. Make that a habit. Remember those things over the course of your life. Yeah. You'll continue to hang on to that memory. And whether you need like a photograph or need some tchotchke or need some sort of input to generate that, you know, like sometimes smells will will do trigger trigger trigger, yeah, trigger good memories. That's a good habit to get into is remember and be thankful for the things and the learnings that you've had in your past totally i know that the smell of bacon gouda will always make us both smile hopefully (laughs) hopefully it makes me hungry i tell you thank you very much amaya for joining us on the too vague podcast we got to come back and talk about the word news Mm -hmm. so on that note my name is ben my name is amaya and we've been your hosts have a wonderful night Bye. Bye. bye